AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bloomberg Business of Sports. COVID has been so devastating. And to see 38,000 people at Fenway Park, it was really emotional and rewarding. On the business side, from ticket sales to jersey sales, revenues were up. Everything was really good. It was a really solid year. I realized that at the beginning of 2019, it would be a very unique opportunity in terms of a lot of contracts being up at the same time and a lot of exciting young wrestlers being available to go out and start a wrestling company. The country is finally deeply getting the memo about how amazing this sport is. I think the sky's the limit for MLS. Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. Welcome, everybody, to Bloomberg Business of Sports. It's Wednesday. We all know what that means. It's Fantasy Football Day. Unfortunately, the great Michael Barr is off today. But we still have Damian Sassauer, and we have Bailey Lipschultz of both of Bloomberg joining us today to look ahead to Week 15. And, gentlemen, it wasn't a problem most of the year, but now is the first week of the playoff start. We're having a COVID situation with several players, prominent ones, on a COVID list. And we'll start with the Rams. They're right now, this is a taping on Wednesday. Things might change before game time. But eight players right now, the Rams, are on the COVID list including OBJ, Damian. Well, I mean, you have to assume that this could spread to more players. I mean, Henderson had it last week. You could see Cup and Stafford perhaps come down with it. And you've got Jalen Ramsey. I mean, let's think about, you know, forget about the fact that five teams were placed on enhanced COVID protocol on Monday, those being the Falcons, the Lions, the Vikings, the Bears, and the Washington team, uh, whatever their name is these days. (laughs) Um, It's those non-fantasy football players on COVID. Like I said, Jalen Ramsey, Jonathan Allen, the defensive lineman for Washington, Rashawn Slater, your offensive lineman, the guy's got, you know, Justin Herbert's back. Those are the guys you have to kind of keep mindful of because that's going to have a fantasy impact as well here in the first round of the playoffs. And Bailey, what do you do if you're in the playoffs? How do you protect yourself going forward with this? It's tough. My main thing is to make sure that you have kind of a backup in your pocket. And by that, I mean, if you have a player who's playing Monday night, make sure you have the handcuffs. So if they're banking on Dalvin Cook, obviously Alexander Madison is on the COVID list as of the, as of the taping. Uh, but make sure you have the handcuffs because you don't want to be stuck in a spot come Monday night that you have, say, a Dalvin Cook in your lineup, and all of a sudden he gets thrown on the COVID list and you have no one to plug into your running back spot. Uh, because obviously we've been seeing one player gets it from the practice squad and then all of a sudden it pops up in other places, and uh, that could be dangerous in a win-or-go-home week. Yeah, and it's tough to find that right player, right? I mean, look at Miami. The entire backfield has, has COVID, right? So, I mean, I mean, who would have thought it would be Malcolm Brown as the guy you got to target? And they also brought in their former running back, um, 
Lamar Miller also it might be a possibility if you're really, really desperate this week. A couple other prominent players out. Jarvis Landry, as of this taping, is on the COVID list. Kadarius Tony, who's been banged up for several weeks for the Giants, is also on the list. Um, let's start with Thursday's game. Big one. Kansas City and the Chargers. Keenan Allen has come off the list, so right now he is a Good to go. Uh, the Chiefs defensive lineman Chris Jones is on the list, as is Josh Gordon. But this is a game for first place. This is a game for possible home field advantage in the AFC. Uh, Bailey, your thoughts on this game on the fantasy perspective? I think it's going to be a shootout. I think if you have any of the core Chargers players, you're obviously starting up without thinking it about it. That's Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, and big Mike Williams on the Chief side of things is similar thing. I think this is a game that in division should be a shootout. The over under is at 52. Bolts won earlier in the year when it, uh, by a final score of 30 to 24. Uh, so if you have those weapons, don't think about it. Don't second guess it. Start them. The questions to me come around to if you have maybe a second tier player on either team, do you start a Jared Cook or a Guyton or on the Chief side of things, one of their many receivers or other running backs, uh, maybe not just because it's a Thursday game and bank on your other players to step up. Yeah, Bailey, no, I think you, you said it earlier in the episode, you know, you really can't do that if it's, um, you know, with all the problems that are going on, all the injuries, all the COVID scares, right, to, to basically go go overboard here in a Casey Chargers game. But, you know, the, the fact is Eckler's got an ankle injury. I wonder if he how much time he's going to get. But, yes, you're absolutely right. This will be a shootout. It is the only game of the week with an over-under over for over 50 points so you know should, should should generate a lot of fantasy output for for you in the first week of the playoffs here and keep in mind uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is coming off two rushing touchdowns and the Chargers are pretty weak against the run so just keep that in mind uh Saturday night we have two games we'll go to the the, the big game the Colts are hosting the Patriots. Yeah, and Patriots right now are a little banged up at running back. What do What do you do, Damian? Well, I mean, if you can't not talk about that game without talking about the Jonathan Taylor show. I mean, and and certainly I like Pittman as perhaps a sleeper there. But you're absolutely right. Do you go Stevenson, Damian, uh, Damian Harris? You know that backfield in New England has been strong. But I, I I do think you know if you want to fade something here, you look at you look at Mac Jones to throw the ball a little bit. Maybe you look at Jacoby Myers if he's indeed going to see the field. I don't know if he will be, but you know that's kind of where my head is at. I actually think you probably might see more output out of the Vegas Browns game. I mean, look, you know, I mean, the Browns are projected uh, favorites by something on the order of six points, and Vegas has looked, you know, far from a shell of what they once were. But, um, but you know, Nick Chubb, I mean, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones, you know, I, I, I like the Browns there. You know, it's amazing. Last week in our, our, um, our league, I sat DeAndre Hopkins and played Hunter Renfro. Oh, he's been huge. And I won cause of that move and I was looking at Hunter Renfro's stats this morning he's a top 10 receiver last three games 13 catches 117 yards touchdown against the Chiefs 9 catches 102 yards against Washington and he had a game before that 8 catches for 134 yards he's had 33 targets in 3 games and with Waller banged up he's definitely the number one guy for Carr yeah no no doubt about it but I mean look let's just take it one day forward and shift to what I like to call blowout Sunday here on the first week of the playoffs because there are four games four games where you've got a 10-point differential, at least a 10-point differential. I mean, you can't look at the Arizona-Detroit game. I mean, the Dallas Giants game, uh, Carolina-Buffalo, and of course, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. All four of those games, the favorite team is expected to win by at least 10 points. So, you know, 
call me crazy, but you know, when you get blowouts like that with really high producing uh, fantasy teams with a lot of fantasy players on those teams, you know, they might, I don't want to say, you know, not use them, but you know, you got to expect their usage is going to be limited if indeed it is a blowout. So it's something to be mindful of. And, uh, Bailey, I'm going to bring you in right now. There are a couple injuries uh, going into that weekend, uh, particularly Lamar Jackson against the Ravens. What do you do uh, if you're a fantasy owner of a quarterback? I think the question is what's available on your waiver wire. Uh, a player I like a lot, if he ends up playing, is Justin Fields Monday night against the Vikings. I think that's a good person to pair up with a Lamar Jackson. Uh, if you are banking on the Ravens, it's hard to not start Devonta Freeman. It's hard to not start Hollywood Brown, um, but that's just one of the many injuries. Obviously, if you look at the Lions, that's a team in and of itself that has DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, TJ Hawkinson, three guys that are all start-worthy in that anemic offense, but may or may not play uh, come Sunday against a Cardinals team that really should blow them out. Um, and you add on injuries like Elijah Mitchell, who may or may not play for the 49ers. It's a really tough week, and that's what I think makes this COVID outbreak so much more difficult. And coming back to the Browns game, Baker Mayfield apparently uh, tested positive, as did head coach Kevin Stefanski. So those are two more cases in Cleveland that are worth watching. And you have to keep in mind uh, that this can pop up with, as we've already discussed, uh, at least six teams that have more than three cases and others that are in the two to three range right now. And remember, Josh Allen is also questionable. So with this dearth of quarterbacks, I mean, where do you go, right? I mean, obvious picks are Big Ben, Tua, obviously, versus the Jets and Matt Ryan versus San Francisco, if they're available. But if you have to go deep on the waiver wire, Davis Mills, Houston versus Jacksonville? I mean, he's had at least 19 points in the last two starts. And obviously, for everyone out there, Trubisky, Buffalo Bills, if he does see the field in replacement of Josh Allen, I mean, versus Carolina, should be uh, should be a fairly uh, favorable matchup. All right, now we're going to go to some sleeper picks. We'll go to each position, and we'll each give a sleeper pick or two. I'm going to start with quarterback, and Bailey just mentioned, I like Justin Fields this week. Coming off a 300-yard, you know, between passing and rushing, a couple of touchdowns, Vikings are usually playing high-scoring games. The only thing that concerns me, the game is in Chicago, so you have to check out the weather there. So I, I, I like him, and I like Jimmy Garoppolo this week. Uh, what about you, Bailey, on the quarterback sleeper list? Yeah, I already uh, showed my hand in Justin Fields, like you said. That's a Minnesota defense that gave up 303 TDs to <laughs> Ben, who really this year hasn't looked like he can actually throw the ball downfield. Um, another pick that you could play high-risk, high-reward to me is Zach Wilson. He hasn't looked great. Obviously, they have no weapons. Uh, for the most part, but at least you should get the benefit of the doubt of a game in Miami. The weather should be solid, and it should be a game that uh, the Jets probably start out from behind and have to rely on the rookie to make some plays. Yeah, Bailey, I take the other side of that. I mean, look, I'm a Jet fan, as you know. Zach Wilson's my guy, but you know, I'll take Tua against the Jets all day. So, you know, for me, I guess, you know, I think, I think Tua could probably have a big game against what has been a lackluster New York Jets defense. Running backs, uh, Rich, who do you like? I actually like Chase Edmonds, and I'll tell you why. If you saw the end of the Cardinal game the other day, James Conner was writhing in pain. He took an, he had an MRI on Monday. Not sure the results, or the coach didn't think it was that serious. But a game against Detroit, you would assume that Arizona is going to have a comfortable lead, especially coming off a loss. And Chase Edmonds should be back in the lineup. There was thought he was going to be play last week. 
So I think Connor is going to get less of a role if he does play this week, just to you know make sure he's rested up. And I'm my sleeper pick is Jay, Chase Edmonds. Well, Connor's the Cardinals. Been, Connor has been filthy. I don't know if my sleeper running back is really a sleeper when I say David Montgomery, but I agreed with a lot of what Bailey said. I think that Minnesota's defense is vulnerable to say the least. I just think it's going to happen on the ground via Montgomery. Who do you got, uh, Bailey? Well, Rich, I guess we're sharing notes because I also had Chase Edmonds, but my backup. Uh, is Dante Foreman out of Tennessee. Obviously, it's tough. They run kind of a three-headed monster there. But you're looking at a matchup with a pit team that is bottom uh, 10 in stopping the run and a bruising running back. Team should look to run the ball uh, against that front seven. All right, so we're going to give Bailey the first crack of wide receiver so we don't <laughs> take his pick. So what do you like of the wide receiver, Bailey? <laughs> I really like Alan Lazard. Uh, he's come back and had at least uh, five-plus targets as he's come back from that injury. Uh, matchup with the Ravens could be high scoring. Expect that team, which is already thin at cornerback, to focus in on trying to stop Devontae Adams. And I think that'll equate to a big field day for Allen Lazard of the Green Bay Packers. Well, I'll double down on my Miami pick. Jalen Waddle. I don't think he's really a sleeper, though. If I had to say a sleeper, you probably look to someone like perhaps Chase Claypool, Pittsburgh versus Tennessee, or Julio Jones, the number one target in Tennessee this week. You know, they got to throw to somebody. I mean, who's Tannehill going to throw to? Maybe it's going to be Julio Jones. Who knows? I'm going to go with Van Jefferson of the Rams. As of now, OBJ might not be in the lineup because of the COVID list. He has touchdowns in three straight games. They're playing Seattle. So I'm going to go with Van Jefferson. We'll wrap it up with tight ends. I'm going to take it. Uh, you guys talked about the Jets-Dolphins game. I'm going to go with Mike Kosecki, not a top-five player uh, on the rankings, probably like 7-10. to 10. I'll go with Kosecki as my tight end. How about you, uh, Damian? I like Schultz. I like Schultz against the Giants. I think the Cowboys' offense is going to have their way with uh, with them, and so, you know, I like Dalton Schultz. Bailey? I'm a fan of Tyler Higby this week. The expectations are he's already been activated off the COVID list. So with a depleted offense against a – God-awful uh, Seahawks defense. I expect him to have a big day for the Rams. All right, gentlemen, let's wrap it up with uh, the draft. Now, it's the first week of the playoffs for many people, so I went back and looked at our league, and you have to, I have to preface this by saying our league is a two-quarterback league, three wide receivers, so there's, there's a lot of you know people will be drafting differently in other leagues because most people only have one quarterback. So I just did a, a quick rundown in our league and some of the great picks. Tom Brady was a late fifth-round pick in our league, and again, two-quarterback league. On the running back angle, Jonathan Taylor was a second-round pick, and he's obviously been the best running back in fantasy football. Leonard Fournette, who Damian drafted in the eighth round. James Conner in the ninth round. The best wide receiver this year has been Cooper Cup, drafted in the fourth round. Chamar Chase, Debo Samuel drafted in the eighth round. Cordell Patterson, who I picked up on waivers this year for no money, was not even drafted. Any other guys that you guys liked that really just surprised everybody? It's, fu- it's funny. You really nailed all of them. I think you got to also talk about Swift and Henderson. They were drafted later than they otherwise would have at the running back spot. Um, you mentioned Debo and Cup. I mean, those are the obvious choices. Certainly a tight end. Andrews has performed well above expectations. And then Knox and Schultz to a lesser degree. I think you got to look at the misses, though, right? Let's look at the misses here. And forget about the McCaffrey, the obvious ones. But you, you mentioned Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Given where he went, that's a miss. Mike Davis, that's a miss. Um, I'd probably say, to a lesser extent, guys like you know Saquon Barkley, who was probably taken pretty early in most drafts, and even Miles Sanders, both misses on my book. What about you, Bailey? <laughs> the worst pick I had was drafting Allen Robinson for whatever reason. I <laughs> thought that that team 
would be able to do something. Another one at the wide receiver position that I personally whiffed on was uh, Scary Terry McLaurin uh, for the Washington football team for where he was drafted, did not perform well. Two receivers that I thought uh, were terrific picks, though, as we already talked about, Hunter Renfro has played out tremendously. And I think Jalen Waddle, watching what he's been able to do for Miami, uh, those two have been stellar picks for this year. Yeah, and I think on the misses on wide receiver, you got to talk about Metcalf. He's been a pretty big miss. And also, I guess, just because of injuries, DeAndre Hopkins as well. Yeah, and A.J. Brown was a miss this year. Uh, James Robinson of Jacksonville was definitely a big miss. And obviously the the number one draft pick on many teams, McCaffrey, because of of injury, was a big miss. Uh, Speaking of Renfro, another guy that I picked up in our league on waivers for no fab money, Damian, zip. (laughs) That wraps up our fantasy football podcast. It's week 15. Good luck in the playoffs. I'd like to thank Damian Sassauer and Bailey Lipschultz of Bloomberg. I am Rich Truman. Our Michael Barr will be back next week. Have a great day and good luck in week 15. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.